0: Welcome to Meet the Actor at the Apple Store Soho in New York. Please welcome this evening's moderator, MTV's Josh Horowitz. Hey guys, uh, thank you so much for coming out tonight. This is going to be uh, an insane amount of fun. This movie, as you can tell, Deadpool, we days away, is an insane ride. If you're, if you're in the mood for like another boring superhero movie about the guy that always, always does the right thing and he gets the girl and there's no profanity and no sex and whatever, this is not the movie for you? but if you want a nasty, cool, kick-ass movie, Deadpool's the one. Uh, We have an amazing panel that's about to come out here, but to refresh your memory on this movie that's about to hit theaters, here's the trailer for Deadpool.
1: I love you, Wade Wilson. We can fight this.
2: You're right. Cancer's only my liver, lungs, prostate, and brain. All things I can live without.
3: What if I told you we can make you better? You're a fighter. We can give you abilities most men only dream of. Make you a superhero. You just promise you'll
2: do right by me so I can do right by someone else. And please don't make the super suit green or animated.
3: One thing that never survives this place is a sense of humor. Uh, we'll see about that, Posh Spice. Oh come on!
2: You don't leave me all alone here with less angry Rosie O'Donnell.
3: Hey yeah, I wanna shoot, baby. Hacked in your stack, especially in the back, brother. I wanna thank your mother brother. for a butt like that. Your shotgun. bang,
0: what's the with what that say? Like? I wanna know how does it hang? <coughs> <hold> <coughs>
1: Uh. Wait!
2: You may be wondering why the red suit. Well, that's so bad guys can't see me bleed. This guy's got the right idea. He wore the brown pants. Hear the music.
4: let go give it to you. Ah! I'm for you to get it. What like
3: the? the Let's go it to you. Red with oh. the enemy No matter how many cats I break When I enemy
2: Rick's like old lady pants in here
4: Why well, such a douche this morning? Oh, God, you are hard to look at You look like the topographical map of Utah Exactly Down, be the one in the
3: the only thing you can't feel Came off the plate, stay out here.
2: Oh, I am very turned on right now. Let's go give it to ya,
4: he gon' give it to you. You are haunting. You look like an avocado had sex with an older avocado. Thank you.
0: Alright guys, should we bring out this amazingly talented panel? You ready? All right, all right. Here we go. Let's start with the man of the hour, the man, the myth, the legend, the sexiest man in spandex. He is Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Joining him on stage, the lovely, the talented, right here, sir, Marina. Hi, hello, Marina Bakherin. We should yes. welcome Marina.
2: Right. And, and yeah, we're no waters breaking here today. We're gonna be fine. <laughs> You're going to be fine. No the,
0: jokes. The uh, equally lovely and talented, the unpredictable Mr. T.J. Miller. Yeah.
2: Oh, there he is.
0: That's not... No. Wow.
2: Nice work. Sorry I didn't help yeah, you. I'm
0: pregnant, too. Oh, wow. Well, well, we'll get into that in a second. But uh, before we continue with this panel, we have to bring in Mr. Ed Skrine. Yeah. yeah. Someone had to rock the leather. Yes. Thank you, um, before we get into the Q&A, this is a raunchy film, so there might be some earmuffs uh, needed for children in the audience at times. So, now. So be prepared. Be prepared for uh and content.
2: Especially you, little one.
3: <laughs>
2: I'm gunning for you.
0: <laughs> oh, she's just
2: afraid of Ed, I, evidently. So where to begin? Um, right,
0: yeah. OK, so having seen this film, I'm among the privileged that I've seen this uh, insanely entertaining film. Congratulations to all of you. Uh, I think everybody is going to have the same uh, reaction that I had, or at least many, which is, how the hell does this film even exist? Because we've seen every stripe of superhero film, but we have never seen something this audacious, this self-referential as Deadpool. Um, I know this is a passion project for you. Can you yeah. g- give a little context for how long this has been in the works? Uh,
2: it's eleven years I've been trying to get a Deadpool movie made. So, come hell or high water, we actually did it. I uh, I always liken it to the the single worst relationship I've ever been in. Since we're on again, off again, sleeping together. Eventually, we got married. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was rough going there for a little while. Um, you know, the movie uh, the movie is it's probably one of the most unorthodox. Uh, Superheroes you could ever have, because you have a protagonist in this movie that's morally flexible. He's not necessarily uh, the best guy in the world. He's not the worst guy either. So um, he sort of is uh, governed by his own whim. And uh, you know, on the road to getting this movie made, Fox, you know, they have the X Men franchise. Obviously, and Deadpool lives within that X Men franchise. And and they also call the X Men franchise over at Fox Ching. So they didn't they didn't necessarily want Deadpool as like a disruptive. Forced to enter that whole world, uh, you know, because they just didn't know exactly how to handle it. So, long story short, we did some test footage that leaked onto the internet, and this is probably one of the first fan, really f- f- fan engineered films to ever hit the big screen. Uh, Deadpool fans far and wide just flooded Fox with tweets, hate mail, everything they could think of to get this movie made, and and, uh, they gave us a green light. So here we are.
0: What do you think it says about a person that says their favorite superhero is Deadpool? What kind of a person are we dealing with, whether that's you or someone else, Ryan? You're dealing with a great person. You're dealing with (laughs) a a
2: future presidential candidate, for starters. (laughs) Morally flexible, mouthy. It's perfect.
0: (laughs) Is Deadpool now at the top of each of your respective superhero lists, having... Been a part of the film? Do you have to say he's your favorite superhero guy? Yeah. Do you have to? Don't have. have no, I don't to. think so. No. But your Ed was the real deal fan. He was the one who exposed me to the
4: comic. I didn't read the comic. <coughs> excuse me. Before I got cast, and then I didn't read it after that, and. <laughs> Once I once I was actually on set. Uh, Ed was like, "I think you should read the movie that you're in," uh, and I hadn't read the script, so uh, he gave me some uh, some Deadpool comics, and uh, I, it is my favorite superhero. I think you know, and but you're you were a fan for a while, right? Even before the
3: yeah, I mean, one of my favorite games to play with my son. We sit down if we're driving to gymnastics, i I say,
4: "Who's your favorite superhero today?"
3: Or he says to me, and I say. I think it's Punisher today, actually. You know, but so so. Yeah, but Deadpool's always in there. He's always in the top five.
2: Never Aquaman, or
0: <laughs> he gets a raw deal.
3: I wait till I see Batman versus Superman. Yeah. And, you know, see how he does with that.
0: Yeah. So, give me first impressions. Obviously, Ryan, you helped develop this, but for the rest of the cast here, first impressions of reading the script, TJ, when you, they eventually gave you the script, uh, or you were willing to read it, or Marina, I'm curious for you. I mean, your character, which it goes toe to toe with Wade Wilson, with with uh, with Ryan's character in this, was it a refreshing kind of change of pace to see? Absolutely.
1: The- I mean, it, I remember my reaction reading it, and when you first auditioned for a movie like this, you know, they like to keep it under wraps. So I got basically just our bar scene, basically, and I had no idea what the movie was even called. I I knew Ryan was in it, and I read the sides, and I thought, "Oh, this is this seems like a fun little romantic comedy," you know.
2: It was Green Lantern Two. We gave her sides from Green Lantern Two. Uh, that's going to be an eleven-year passion project for me that I'm working on right now.
1: Um, and then eventually, I got the script, and I was like, "Holy crap! What did I just stumble on?" Uh, and I've I've never read. Um, really any female character like this, let alone a superhero movie or anti-hero superhero movie that has this
0: female character. So it was a really great surprise. For you, Ed, for playing the bad guy, if you're gonna play a bad guy, is it best to do it in a Deadpool kind of a movie? No, I
3: don't think that um, it's best to do it in a Deadpool movie or anything like that. I think in, in the sense that I am was already a fan, I think it was a danger. I think that if you're gonna play the villain, the danger is that he's gonna be 2D, moustache twirling and formulaic the fact that Tim was so committed to fighting that the whole way through, and it was a constant concern for us in a constant battle, um, all the way to the blimmin' reshoots. Um, and um, So, you know, it was a dream project, but yeah, it was dangerous to, to, to step in, into bed with your hero, almost quite literally into bed with my hero in the, uh, the first fight scene with Ryan.
2: Uh, just for context, we, did a, we had a fight scene in a burning warehouse. I was naked. <laughs> I wish I was kidding. We were very close. Yeah, yeah. How did you protect yourself? I did go to another place, yeah, I'm sorry. How did sorry. you protect
1: yourself there? I just, um, I'm just curious, I've been wanting to ask oh, you that the, for a uh, long the time. Areas how down do you like, here? Yeah. not hurt yourself doing a um, your fight sequence like that? You know,
2: I don't know, there's nothing more dangerous than a man who's willing to fight another man and get punched in the penis, <laughs> I think. I think that scares the crap out of me. If a guy's coming at me stark naked in a burning building, It'd just be like a Ryan-sized
4: hole in the wall. I'd be gone. 100% gone. Uh, and then when I read the script, I when you read the script, it's funny. But when you read it in his voice and cadence, it's, like, it's so, so funny. And so that's when I got really excited. As I read it, I realized how funny it was going to be and how much Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool and Deadpool is Ryan Reynolds then I, then I, then I got I thought it was really funny and I, I realized okay I better s- start to figure out how to make Weasel even as funny possibly as, as, as Ryan's character because then you know I've been in a lot of movies where I really am the comic relief but uh, I haven't been in as many where you know I'm playing opposite somebody who's much funnier than I am and not quite as good looking but what are you going to do? That's but not actually, true.
2: We had we had a, a every time TJ would work, you just point the camera at him and just get the hell out of the way. That's that's exactly how it goes. That's the edict on set. They,
4: they also had to be like TJ, the camera's over here. Okay, turn around because uh, I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> but actually, that that you know that that is a point because
3: now when I read Deadpool's comics, all I hear is Ryan's bloody voice. I'm
2: so sorry, you I'm <laughs> I know.
3: I thought I got away from you when we yeah. rapped.
0: No, yeah, yeah. The Punisher too. He's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, TJ, I feel like the last film of this size, and it's not as big. I mean, this this is actually a, a reg- uh, you know by the superhero standards a a budget conscious movie. You guys made this on a on a smart level. But I was curious, compare and contrast your experience on this one versus Transformers. Yogi Bear 3D. What? Transformers. I don't talk about anything but
4: Yogi Bear 3D and Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of my thing. Uh, no, I mean Transformers is was totally different because it's. It was. It was almost like an indie uh, superhero movie, because it was a small budget. And we were kind of cutting corners everywhere we could. And most everything I did sort of took place in the bar. Um, But yeah. I thought you were saying Transformers was a small budget. independent
2: film. Sorry guys, yeah. I
4: don't know if you know that but that was made for a budget of $100,000 and uh, <laughs> yeah, Michael yeah. Bay made $300 million. <laughs> uh, no, I you know, it was just totally different in scope and scale. Transformers is just so so gigantic and the energy on set is so insane and things are blowing up around you. So it's actually it's much more my bag to sit across from somebody and improvise and throw lines and make jokes. So I, I kind of, be a comedian, I much prefer Deadpool to Transformers 4, to be sure.
0: R- Ryan, I mean, you made a joke about Green Lantern earlier. You don't want to ever be the guy that, like, you know, goes to bat for another superhero and doesn't necessarily pan out. So you must, must be feeling relief right now, considering how people are responding. But talk to me about being willing to go for it one more time on this one. And what, like, what about it made it worth doing, considering how, how tough a road Green Lantern was, frankly? Well, I swing both ways, Josh. Uh, uh,
2: yeah, look. Yeah, you, you know, you work on these films, and you you know, there's 150, 200 people working, as you know, much harder than I am, even on on a movie like that, to make it as great as they possibly could. So. You know when it doesn't work you sort it's always that same lesson you gotta have a script you just got you know in a lot of the studios they they green light these movies with a, a poster a release date and, a, and an actor uh and there isn't a lot of uh, focus or emphasis on, placed on the script but deadpool was an unusual situation in which it actually um predated green lantern for me i mean the, the script did uh we developed it um myself Brett reese and paul wernick um years ago and uh you know and that that was the huge advantage going in we had a script that really didn't change that much from six years ago to now. I mean, we swapped out like a couple of some. Now we have Shoop in the movie by Salt and Pepper. We had a i remember—we had Hollaback Girl before, but it was too expensive. Uh, and we had uh, we had Taskmaster in as well as Ajax as one of the villains, but he was—he uh, also came with a big price tag, and we couldn't afford him. So, uh, but there's jokes about that kind of stuff in the movie. I mean, the movie's obviously very meta. The movie makes fun of Ryan Reynolds. The movie makes fun of just about everything you can imagine. Uh, while at the same time delivering a huge amount of action. You know, we really managed to make. Uh, the most. We turned, I think, every dollar into ten, it felt like.
0: Let's give the audience a little peek at a couple scenes here. This first scene, I believe, is uh, with Marina and Ryan's characters as they kind of connect on a very, really profound level, I think. Uh, Take a look and earmuffs ready for the kids. Listen, I've been thinking.
1: Really?
2: About why we're so good together. Why is that? Well, your crazy matches my crazy big time. Hmm. And, uh, we're like two Jigsaw pieces, you know, the weird curvy edges.
1: But you fit them together, and you see the picture on top. Right. Wait. There's something I've been meaning to ask you. Only because you haven't gotten around to asking me. Will you, um, stick it... Marry me? Uh, Jinx? Huh. Why are you hiding that? Nowhere.
0: where? <laughs> right? it's like The yeah. Notebook 2. <laughs> Romance. It's a perfect Valentine's Day movie, actually. really it is. Says,
1: it is. Yeah. Don't you think? I think so. Yeah,
2: and I am method. That ring pop is still up there.
1: <laughs> if somebody proposed to me yesterday with a ring pop. Really? Story. Yeah, I That's, was like, you're a little late. Yeah, but.
2: right? Oh, wow. Bold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that That's is bold. Yeah.
4: Um, i'll raise your child that's a that's a bold
2: thing for oh, wow i like
4: that. it's a cool thing though because for how much comedy there is and there's so many jokes in the the movie that you have to see it a second time because you'll laugh over some of the jokes they come so quickly but as you can see from that it's funny but the the job that these two do with the romance and with the acting you know within that and this is coming from one of the best talking bear comedians alive um <laughs> uh, I really feel like it's it's almost two movies, you know. It's this action superhero R-rated comedy, but it also is kind of an appropriate Valentine's Day fair. I mean, that that's what's so interesting about it is that um, it's a very very dynamic movie, which speaks to Ryan, you know, and his many strengths, and also to Morenas, but not to Ed and I. Don't know. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs>
0: plus, plus, it's got a fair bit of sex in it. I should say. I feel I feel wrong talking about that with Marina pregnant yeah. on stage. But yeah, I, I it was had there. that much it's sex okay. in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nine months off to the shoot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was nowhere near her. But it will go down, I think, in the record books for something. It's, it's quite an extensive, elaborate, interesting sequence. There isn't the a very athletic <laughs> sex montage what, that what happens your, in this movie. What are your memories? Pleasant, happy, sad, confused, whatever... Well, that, you yeah, all
2: there's the, all that. of the above. It, it's sort of, because it, it's funny as well, the montage of the movie, but it's also awkward. I mean, you're shooting it and you're, literally you're staring at it like something like this. I mean, except except there are crew members that are much hungrier and and, and wanting to go to lunch uh, more so. So it's, you know, the
1: sex stuff is always
2: weird to shoot. It was, it
1: the, was fun in this case after, you know, we got a little bit over the awkwardness because it was about finding bizarre ways that these people copulate, you know? Yeah. How would they have sex on 4th of July, yeah. for example? Yeah,
2: we go through all the holidays. I always wondered like, how method actors are with that kind of stuff. Because, no, because they're really committed. Like, you know, I've worked with guys like, where he, the, he's okay. He's the guy that hates me in the movie. and like, they, You'll break for lunch, you're at the lunch line. Like, I'm just getting a Greek salad. I'm getting a hairy eyeball from this guy over here. and I'm like, when do you let it go? But where do they draw the line? Like, What if there is a sex scene? What if they actually have to take a human life? <laughs> I'll, right? I'll ask Who's Daniel Day-Lewis when he's... now, he, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jerks.
0: <laughs> uh, one of the cool ways, uh, things about this movie is the way it does kind of interact with the other Marvel Fox movies, the X-Men movies. There are references, there are nods, uh, a plenty throughout. Um, let, let's look at this clip first of all, because this includes some, some characters familiar to fans of the X-Men universe. It comes towards the end, and then we can talk about sort of how it all fits together. Uh, take a look. Go give it to you! Wait for you to get it on your own. X go deliver
3: to you! Go get some.
2: She's gonna do a superhero landing. Wait for it! <laughs> Woo! Superhero landing! Yeah, that's really hard on your knees. Totally impractical. They all do it. You're a lovely lady, but I'm saving myself for Francis. That's why I brought him.
0: I prefer not to hit a woman. So please play. Me.
2: I mean, that's why I brought her? Oh, no, finish your tweet. It's not, if that's fine, just give us a second. There you go, hashtag it. Go we'll get her, tiger. Oh, I so pity the dude who pressures her into prom sex.
1: <laughs>
2: True story, that actually
0: happened. Right there, it did. 100%. I want to ask about, for instance, Colossus in that sequence yeah. is a character we've seen in limited fashion in other yeah. X-Men films. Um, did you kind of have free reign to use any characters you wanted, or was, was it kind of a lot of off-limits in terms of the kind of oh stuff you could God, have fun with? Oh, my God,
2: everything was off-limits. Fox was so stingy. We were like, we want Wolverine. <laughs> they're like, you can't have Wolverine. I was like, all right, Magneto. And they're like, no. Uh, so yeah, we got, we kept going, N- Negasonic Teenage Warhead appears in one comic book, like, f- it's a Monster Magnet song, she's named after a, a song called Negasonic Teenage Warhead, <laughs> and she appears in one comic, and then Colossus, of course, is like a perennial favorite, he's, he's, a, he's a, a fairly marquee X-Men character, and, and uh, we had free reign with him, but we got to do, do both of those characters justice, in as much as they're very faith, incredibly faithful to the comic books, I mean, this is the first time Colossus has appeared uh, in the correct way in a, in a film,
0: so... Do any of you have favorite references, whether it's to other comic book stuff or '90s references or whatever? This, as, as TJ was saying, this is a film that's really—you need to see it a couple of times. I've only seen it once. I'm—I'm going to pick up more, I'm sure, the second time. What's—what's what's a favorite reference you have in the Mine's film?
2: Mine's really obscure. I love the Judy Bloom reference. Yes. Uh, when Deadpool's bleeding profusely and he says, "Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret," <laughs> uh, and then jumps off a bridge.
1: That's amazing. I didn't get that. Oh
4: yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, uh,
3: okay. Please go on, TJ. Okay, thank you, Ed. You're welcome, TJ. <laughs>
1: um,
4: it was, uh, for me, he has the f- the funniest line in the movie is, Dad, and you'll see why later. But uh, And then I-, I love that there's so much good 90s hip-hop that it makes me laugh yeah. that millennials will be shazamming it, like, wow, what's that new yeah. song?
0: Uh,
4: shoot. Go- going Down for Real by Flo Ryder? Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, Florida? <laughs> That's it. That's,
3: yeah. Ed? My favorite line definitely is um, McAvoy or Stewart. Yeah. I won't say the context too much, but that's, that's definitely my one favorite line. one point,
2: Deadpool line. asks, Professor Xavier is mentioned, in Deadpool yes. responds with, McAvoy or Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> These timelines are so confusing.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. We love that. Yeah.
0: Poetry.
3: Um, Marina,
1: well, I, I w- I'm, I'm with DJ. The music for me does it. I mean, all the references—it's everything I grew up with, and I. Lo- you're right. Little DMX. That, that's
3: not going to hurt anybody, right. you know. <laughs> and and last <laughs> night at the uh, the fan screening, I met Salt and Pepper. I and know they, asked they were me there. For a it was picture, amazing. And oh, yeah. I started like, oh, like speaking really high pitched. I was, that that was so overexcited. I lost my cool. Whatever little cool yeah. there was before. I know. Um, I did
2: an interview with them, and I was cringing the whole time because the the anchor on the the, the reporter kept going. Salt and pepper. (laughs) Salt and pepper here. Oh, I love them. Now, which one's pepper and which one's salt? And I was just like, oh, like Peppa, Peppa, P E P A.
4: Who did you you guys get along with better, better. salt or Peppa?
2: Yeah, you did it again. He was the reporter.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, questions from the audience. I believe there's some microphones running around. Go ahead and raise your hand. We
4: got a question from Don't a very call on this excitable little jumping boy. Little guy right uh, here. Yeah,
2: last talk we had the dog right here. Hi. Um,
0: Hi. Um how does it feel like to be in Deadpool?
2: Feels pretty good being Deadpool. I got to say, I waited 11 years for this. You were still swimming back then. <laughs>
4: Hey, Mr. Reynolds, I've been a fan of you since uh, Van Wilder, you know, back in high school when oh, I saw great. that. I was actually wondering, so the characters that you play, Van Wilder and the, the guy from Waiting, uh, are they like your real personality, or is no. it a little bit like...
2: I have a lot of similarities to those characters. What you're really saying is I'm just playing myself. Um, and that's fine. No, but it's, it's an original character. Uh, you can make a very good living playing yourself. Um, I do, yeah. Waiting and Van Wilder are, are literally autobiographical. I, uh... The Batwing is not a reference to comic books, and you may know that. Um, So yeah, we'll also get a shot of us doing the Batwing later. Good stuff. Cool, man. Um, Would you say you're as uh, crazy as Deadpool, or at least close to it? I'd say that TJ Miller's a lot crazier and more Deadpool than me. You know, you could be having a conversation with him, you could turn around for one second, and the next thing you know, you're bailing him out of jail. So yeah, I'd say I, I, I'm a little bit more, I have a, like a little one-year-old daughter, and a, I I have res- responsibilities. I can't be a, a complete lunatic. Yeah, so. Whereas
4: uh, I can regenerate if you shoot me.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Don't test that. Yeah, it's not an invitation. No. No.
1: Uh, hi,
4: uh, name is Adam. Thanks for coming. Uh, since you played characters like Hannibal King or you were in Smoke and Aces, was it an easy transition into uh, another comic book film i know you put your heart and soul in yeah. there it, it was a little bit easier since you yeah
2: played. um the uh i, I love no deadpool's like a, it's it's i put every last drop the last drop of blood i had i put into this movie i mean uh it's just been such a long road and um you know you you, you give your all on on every movie but uh those ones much less than deadpool i'll just say that the filmmakers of those ones are probably going to have me taken out. Uh, no, I love Deadpool's like my beating heart. It's an alter ego for me. I love it. So, yeah.
1: Hi, Ryan. Hi. Um,
2: I'm Samantha from Florida. Hi, Samantha from Florida. Is that Florida? Florida. Flo-rida. This, is, this Flo-rida. question's going down for real. I know, yeah. It sure is.
3: Okay, so seeing that this, this movie seems to be like the top of like just overly and seems to have everything as an actor, will you be able to top this?
2: Oh, will I be able to top this? I can guarantee you I won't. Like, I, I know that for a fact. Ever. Yeah. Maybe if we got an X-Force movie. Maybe. That would be kind of cool. Okay. Just that NC-17 X-Force movie. Right on. Thank you.
4: I want to tell you that when I did my Flo uh, joke just then, this guy uh, just gave me one. Of, it's the guy holding the dog just looked at me and was like,
2: Yeah.
4: (laughs) I've never had a man with a dog just be disappointed in me. Yeah, right? Uh,
3: How does it feel to um, take the persona of Deadpool?
2: Yeah. It feels really good. Uh, You know, the first time I put that big red body condom on, I was pretty happy. That was was a big dream of mine. How old are you? I'm 13. I'm sorry. It's amazing. (laughs)
0: Ryan, I just recently saw your film, The Voices. Oh, yeah. And it was, I thought it was a brilliant film. Thank you. I I love that movie. I was curious on how you chose to do that when you read the script and how each of you pick movies when when you just read the script based off. Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, well, I, I loved, The Voices was a, a movie I did. It was a small movie, but it was about a, uh, probably the most likable serial killer on earth. He was a guy who was like, just the sweetest soul you've ever met, but just can't help killing people. Uh, and it was just a big challenge to make a guy like that likable. So I, I really, really love that script. And that, that filmmaker is a woman named Marjane Satrap, who's amazing. And I'll let you guys answer the next question about how you, how you pick your, your scripts. We know TJ only looks at the pictures, so I don't know how you do that, because scripts don't have pictures, so...
4: I draw them on there. Yeah. yeah. How do you do it? Um I
3: was hoping you were gonna say something really funny. It's, um Me too.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's here
3: every time, by the way. I know.
2: <laughs> He's just the
4: disappointing yeah. dog guy. Yeah. <laughs>
3: That's how they know him around town. Yeah. Uh, no, I think I think you judged the, the, the scripts on, on um on the, the feeling that you get in your gut. But I also think it's reactionary to the pieces that you may have done previously to your last work. So, you know, a lot of the time it will be reactionary in the sense that you want to do the opposite or something different. Um, and you're looking for something new, I think.
1: I, I just do whatever comes my way. Like if I'm lucky enough to get a job, I just take it, you know? <laughs> I'm kidding. It's partly true, but. <laughs> and the true part for me is I, just, I do it if it's comedy.
4: I don't. Li- I don't even read anything that's dramatic. I'm not a good enough actor to do anything that any Are you of these serious, three. Though? You, yeah, yeah I would never interested. do drama. I don't. I think it's stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: so um, my question goes to. Uh, I know you've been trying to get this movie made for a very, very long time. Uh, how did you guys approach character development? And this is especially for T.J. Miller and uh, Yogi Bear 3D. I'm a huge fan. Thank you. Thank you of very everything much. Everything
4: you've ever done, for real. I am a huge. Thanks. You have terrible effect, so. standards. Very low standards. I need you. I need you to have a conversation with this dog guy over here. Um, I mean, I, this was a weird one. I've never played anything where it was a pre-existing character, really. Like even Ranger Jones from Yogi Bear 3D was kind of something that I made up on my own. Same with like Erlich Bachman and stuff like that. So, with this one, I like overthought it. Kate can attest the fact that I was calling her, being like, Do you think he has a facial tick? Or, you know, what, what, what kind of stuff should I do for it? And then the first day I asked Tim Miller, I said, Well, so what do you think about Weasel? Like, what kind of character do you think is? And Tim's like, Whatever you want. And I was like, Really? And he's like, Yeah, sure, whatever you want. And then the first take, I don't know if you remember this, but actually I think it was the first take when you come into the bar, I like did this kind of weird weaselly thing and then Tim Miller walks over and he's like, are you, did, did like a fly come around you? And I was like, no, I thought like maybe he has like a little tick or something and then Tim goes, yeah, don't do that, don't do that. So the first time I tried to act in my entire life, the director was like, no,
3: that's bad. And on the same day, you were doing the, the teeth thing, weren't you? Te- Weasel's got this,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and that, that was killing me.
3: And I said to TJ, when he was, his back was to the camera and it was my close-up, so I was like, TJ, you need to stop doing that. And then he said to me later on as well, I was like, man, I was like really trying to add these, you know, subtle little character things in and you guys just shut me down. Yeah, I felt it is. awful about that. <laughs>
4: Everybody's like, shh, just be funny, don't act. <laughs> just be quiet, you're strange looking enough.
3: Uh, hi, um,
2: I've seen the film three weeks ago at the special Vsauce event and it was really great. Thank you for the movie. Um, my question was um, with the marketing promotion being so well done, what would the other three characters' um, marketing campaign be if they
4: could break the fourth wall? I think Weasel would be like, don't see the movie, just give me the money. <laughs> you know, I think he would be, he's just the least supportive friend of Wade Wilson uh, of all time. Yeah, that's what I think my mind would be. I understand. They're, your dog's right on that one. I I think Ajax would just
3: break the fourth wall and look at the viewer the way that Dogman has been looking at TJ all night, (laughs) disapprovingly, just like, I don't even want to be involved with you guys.
1: I think Vote Vanessa would do a little X-rated. I don't think we need to talk about that here.
3: She says stroking her pregnant stomach. (laughs)
1: Like a Bond villain. She's a little bit of a wild card, I think. Hey, guys. How you doing? Um, For um, Copycat's character, how closely similar is uh, her movie uh, version to the comic book version? Uh, well, we but this is really an origin story, so it's more about these guys meeting and their relationship, uh, and it sort of takes you up to, you know, him becoming Deadpool and getting her back and, you know, all uh, the struggle and the fighting and all that stuff. Um, we don't delve into copycat in this film and, you know... Uh, the fans made the first one happen. You guys got to make the second one happen, and maybe we'll see some copycat.
0: Yeah. Hi, yeah. Um, so you played Deadpool, and you played um, uh, and you played uh, Hannibal King. Uh, what other comic book characters are you
2: interested in, and would you be willing to play them on the big screen? I'd to give the Green Lantern a crack because I don't think it's really <laughs> it is... Any- anyone's cracked that nut yet. Um... <laughs> I uh, any other com- I don't ever want to play a comic book character again. I've there are other guys that can. Jump. I've 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 been very lucky. I've played a couple. It's been fun and nice. I if I could play Deadpool until they're wheeling me out into the sun and giving me sandwiches, I would happily do that. Uh, I I would do if they could make a Deadpool forty, uh, Deadpool colonoscopies. I'll do it. I love it. Yeah, you're welcome.
0: Well, I can personally attest. You, you've found a character that fits you to a T. You totally nailed it. this one, man. And as you all do in this film, you guys need to check it out. Deadpool opens February 12th. See it many times. Bring your friends. Bring your family. Thanks to this thank here. Thank you. Thank, thank you so guys. much.
1: Thank you very much.